I'm curious, what was minimum wage when you started working? Send in a text, 780-496-0063. This is not meant to age you or shame you, but to show that minimum wage has really changed a lot in the last few decades. Uh, It's come now to a bit of a, a screeching halt, though, in terms of changes we're seeing happen in our province. Everywhere else has increased except for Alberta. Is that what's going on? We're going to get the story right now with our next guest, who's an associate professor of human resources and labor relations at Athabatha University and the director at Parkland Institute, Dr. Jason Foster. Dr. Foster, thanks for making the time. Good to talk to you. My pleasure. Hello, Chelsea. So no increases to Alberta's, Alberta's minimum wage in five years, and yet everywhere else is increasing around us. Is that what's going on? Help frame this story for us. Yeah, no, that's exactly what's happening. Is I think provinces around the country have been acknowledged or have been acknowledging that we've been in a high inflation period of time and that workers are falling behind, and so the least they can try and do is is bolster up the wage, you know, the wages of the people who are the lowest wage earners in, in the economy. Alberta, however, um, has chosen to go a different route, um, and this is now for the last time we saw a minimum wage increase in Alberta was five years ago. Uh, A lot has changed since then. And so five years ago, we were sort of leading the pack. We had one of the highest minimum wages in the country. Is that right? Actually, we had the highest minimum wage in the country at that time. So why now are we not choosing to increase? What what is the purpose of this? Well, it's basically a political decision uh, on the basis of of, of the UCP government. Mm -hmm. They've made a decision that they want to uh, not make make sure that, you know, that low-income workers are able to, to earn a living wage. It's not a political priority for them. Um, and so they've chosen to just kind of leave, leave the minimum wage where it is. It's at this point in Alberta that is, that is a, a political decision made by, made by regulation. Um, other provinces have indexed their minimum wage, so it kind of goes up with the rate of inflation. Um, that was something that was, certain was, was proposed even by a panel of the previous Jason Kenney government, but they've chosen to ignore that recommendation. So now we're sort of sitting somewhere near the bottom when it comes to comparing ourselves with the rest of the country. Average minimum wage, when you're looking at the country, is in between $15.25 and $16.55 an hour. Alberta is sitting at $15. What does that mean for, for our economy? Well, I think what it means is that the workers, you know, when someone's making minimum wage, basically every penny they earn is going to support them and their family, mm-hmm. is going back into the economy, it's being used to try and bolster local businesses, bolster, you know, the local economy. And so if we don't if those families don't have enough money in their pockets, that impacts the overall economy. It sort of drags down um, you know, sort of the the, the, the the health of the local economy overall. And certainly it creates hardship for those those families themselves. And that that that's a, a serious and significant issue all by itself. Is Alberta an outlier when it comes to dealing with inflationary pressures? Are, are we just saying, look, we're insulated enough that we don't need to increase minimum wage? We're we're fine here. Cost of living hasn't gone up that much. Well, it's pretty it's pretty hard to argue that the cost <laughs> of living has not gone up. I mean, since the last increase in the minimum wage in 2018, inflation has gone up by 19 percent. Um, you know, our our utility rates have quadrupled in the last four years. Um, every, you know, everyone knows about the cost of groceries these days. So to sort of argue that there isn't an affordability problem for, for low-income workers is kind of just putting blinders on. Right. It's, it's, it's obviously, it's a, it's a willful decision to just not prioritize 
those men and women and their families. And yet we're in a position where we have chosen not to increase it here in this province. So is there a magic number, Dr. Foster, that you think would be better for Alberta to shoot for? What should minimum wage be? Well, I think ideally the minimum wage should be, be a living wage, that it should be a number that allows fam, you know, someone to be able to support themselves by working full time with a minimum wage job. But at the very minimum, we should be looking at helping workers catch up what they've lost in the last five years. So if we had kept indexing the minimum wage over the last five years, it would be somewhere just south of $18 an hour. And so that's probably the kind of figure that we should be looking at. Are there any conversations that you think would lead to optimism that we could potentially consider an increase, maybe not with this government, but but in the future? Well, I think either in the history of the conservative governments, you know, that we've seen over the last number of decades, I mean, obviously the, the NDP term was a little different. When they increase the minimum wage is when voters make it an issue. When, but when, they, when, when Albertans call them up on their, you know, in their offices and send them letters and send them emails saying, this is not okay, right? Our lowest income workers need a raise. That's when they tend to do it. So my hope is that Albertans will find a way to raise their voice to make sure that the, that the, the, the provincial politicians know that this is something that matters to us. I mean, ultimately, you're putting people in a really compromised position if they can't afford to live. And we look at, you know, the the increased demand on food banks, the fact that we now have more of them propping, propping up in our city, in our communities. I mean, people really do need the help. This is a real issue. It's really surprising to me that here in this province, we would just completely overlook it and just remain stagnant. I, I, I share that. I mean, we, we've seen, you know, as you mentioned, with the food bank usage just being up, we're seeing just the whole issues of people being houseless, um, people having to be able to, to, to pay their utility bills because they've skyrocketed, you know, auto insurance. You know, we've seen costs increase left and right for average Albertans. And I think it's the responsibility of a provincial government to try and do what they can to help address that burden but they're failing on that front. What's the what's the ultimate fear here? Is it, you know, an exodus of workers? Is it just increased um, poverty levels in our communities? What, what do you think could happen if we just remain the same? If we remain the same, I think we see, you know, more hardship for more Albertans. Um, you know, we, we estimate that about one in 10 workers in Alberta earns the minimum wage. So you think about that. If you think about you think about down your street, we know depending on where you live, one out of ten people is earning the minimum wage. And so that means if that minimum wage is not keeping up with the cost of living, one out of ten workers is falling deeper and deeper back fall, you know, falling farther and farther back. And that's a problem for poverty, it's a problem for just the health of our communities and ultimately even for the health of our economy. Okay, Dr. Foster, thank you so much for for making the time to touch on this and to talk about it. It's such an important issue and one that, as as I said, is pretty surprising that we're not choosing to move forward on here in this province. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Of course. That's Dr. Jason Foster, Foster, Associate Professor of Human Resources and Labor Relations at Athabatha University and the Director of Parkland Institute.